Hello there, I'm Tim and he's John and this is How to Murder Time, a podcast about games and things. Hello everybody. Watcher. How are you been? I've been great, how about you been? I've been ill, we missed a week. Well there we go, yeah. see, see I'm, I'm not the weakest link here. No you're not. No. I'm always the weakest link. Still, three weeks or something, so that's yeah. probably a huge amount of games and things to talk about. You'd think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, all right, I'm going to kick off with Grand Theft Auto V. Wow. GTA V, as, Did you as know the kids that it was one it. of the best-selling computer games last year? I'd, I'd heard as much. I'd heard it was it was, it was quite popular. So it, it, I thought, it's now's remarkably the time popular to, still. Yeah, now's the time to get on that bandwagon. Also, and, GTA Online yeah. had its most uh, profitable month in December. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, really. I'm still it's playing, the other menu option. St- well, I mean, I, I bought it, I downloaded it, installed it, and the very first thing it asks me to do is create a Rockstar Social Club account. It yeah. wants my email address, my date of birth, and I'm just thinking, ah! I almost didn't bother. That yeah. kind of thing is yeah. absolutely the last thing I want to see when I fire up a brand new computer game. Yeah. Tell me all your personal <laughs> details. You cannot play this game unless you enter the credit card details and the last three digits of the security number on the back. And you're thinking, it's just a game, just a computer yeah. game. Do I, do I really want to give you any details? No. no. Manic Miner. You imagine entering credit card details to play Manic Miner. Anyway, it didn't actually ask for payment details, to be fair. It will but, Well, yeah, it's just a... I, well, I, I get what it is. It's the we don't trust any kind of copy protection, so we're going to make it an always online service, and that's fine. It connects to something or other when you start it up, your Rockstar Social Club account. And I just think, ah, uh, another one of these, you know? I've already yeah. got Steam, I've already got Ubisoft's thing. It's I, yet another so, thing to be hacked. Yeah, so well, exactly. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind if I trusted them with my details. Yeah. It's not that they, yeah, well, clearly they don't trust me because that's what this whole system is about. All PC gamers are thieves, of oh, course. It's also on console, I forget. Well, yeah, I bet they don't have to fill in a Rockstar Club social yeah. thing, do they? Uh, no, it might be no, because it's all built into the. Yeah, it's, it's slightly you, You've already signed your details away on the, the, the yeah, platform holders across. thing. Yeah, your Xbox Gold or your PlayStation Network or whatever. So yeah, so that nearly that soured me extensively. So yeah. I was watching it install and fire up the first time with a kind of cross, you know, grump on stacks yeah, out of yeah. the PC. Uh, or your default state. My default state. <laughs> yes, yes. I, 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 if I could, if I didn't find something to be grumpy about, I'd have to invent something. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, I still fired it up. Off we go. Uh, I can't even really. Remember. It's right. It starts off with a kind of flashback thing. It's sort of tutorial come flashback where you're. I think you're Michael, and you. Uh, this is like some some heist gone bad yep. in, in in the, the last big heist. Is it the eighties that's happening in? Uh, it's hard to tell from the clothes uh, and things. It's a couple of years before him. Yeah, yeah. In, so. So, yeah, and that, that also does a little bit of a job of teaching how to move and fire a gun and that kind of thing. And these are, these are sort of control system that you'd expect to understand at this point in the game. I mean, like, who, know, who, who, is the, who, who rocks up to GTA V as their first ever gaming experience? Quite, quite a few. Yeah, quite yeah, a few are yeah given right. the sales numbers and everything, I just imagine quite a few people are playing their first proper computer game. They're on a surprise. Yes, wow. Yeah. It's downhill from then on. <laughs> <laughs> so, my own background and context, I've never really been a huge GTA. GTA fan, I've much preferred the Saints Row stuff, but I did try GTA 4 and absolutely hated it. I bounced off it pretty much two story missions in okay, and never what, played what it again. What was it about 4 that you didn't like? Was it the driving model? The driving model was awful. It was like trying to pilot bouncy castles around, around a shopping shopping mall car park. A driving know? game by people who've never seen a car. Oh, they were awful. I mean, I get that you want to try and create realistic cars, but it's then a bad expectation to get people to do like 90 plus mile an hour chases yeah. in cars that are designed to be realistically <laughs> handling at 40 mile an hour. You know? They don't even no, drive at 40 in GTA 4. <laughs> it doesn't work either. They've still got suspension, which is, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Is it the unrelentingly. Uh, it was absolutely 
the depressiveness of the uh, main character. The story, as far as I followed it, was just this grim drudge of... It was basically an Eastern European immigrant who's, who's trying to break out of gang, you know, Eastern European mafia, you know, Russian mafia-type gang culture and try and go straight, and failing miserably, getting dragged into all sorts of horrific grinding misery and, and stuff... Um, yeah, I didn't really get get on with that. The, the protagonist himself wasn't that particularly interesting or likable. The I didn't plot think. wasn't that interesting. Yeah, and, was, and it had none of the well, it had the humour, but it didn't mm. embrace the humour. And this was around the time that that uh, you know Saints Row was going going utterly off on one. <laughs> yeah. So you know the, the, the comparison. Anyway, anyway, GTA Five. So you you play through this sort of heist gone wrong thing. You know, Michael gets shot, and a couple of his mates also get shot by the police. And this this character, I assume, is Trevor because I've heard about Trevor. Uh, it, it sort is of, he big and loud and swears a lot? Big and loud and swears a lot with a big sort of handlebar moustache and you know and stuff. He he basically runs off into the snow at the end of it, all, and then it fades to the present day. Uh, then we're introduced to Franklin, and Franklin is is the initial protagonist. Yep. He's uh, African American uh, inhabitant of Los Santos. Now, anytime I say Los Santos, just mentally change that for Los Angeles because yeah. it absolutely is. Every, well, every More about that as Every we go. one of their cities is... Uh, yeah, yeah. Li- was it Liberty City? Yeah. It's supposed to be New York? Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, he's, he's in sort of the, the uh, rougher neighbourhoods of Los Santos and he works for, he's, as a sort of unofficial repo man type for a, a, a shady used car dealership. Um, and that's where you start. And the initial missions you get, the story missions are basically go to these places, pick these cars, take them off to, you know, take them back to the place and so on. Um, and, of course, you've got this idiot friend called Lamar who's uh, one of the most <laughs> unlikable characters I've ever well, met. It's weird because I really like Franklin. Franklin is a perfect Franklin, yes. uh, game character. because Yeah, yeah he, he's optimistic, he's friendly, he's nice, he just wants to do the right thing. Well, I had a bit of, bit of culture clash and disconnect initially because... Obviously, I'm not a black African-American from the wrong side of Los Angeles who's True. having to struggle with gang culture to survive. But So it's quite difficult. To, I mean, but then that's, in a way, refreshing because quite often these video game protagonists are white, middle-class American types. You'll get to him. Ex-special forces, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you get to him quite soon, the uh, <laughs> I've, white, middle-class. I've, I've, I've met Michael, <laughs> yeah. yeah as well. anyway, so you do a lot of stuff as Franklin. And I, I quite like the storytelling of it all as, as it goes so far. I don't want to sort of go into specific details about the individual chapters and so on, but there's a real sense... It almost strikes me as some of the the, the brighter Tarantino stuff. Yeah, you know, yes. there's. Yeah. I'm sort of thinking Pulp Fiction and um, oh, not Jackie Brown a bit. I don't know, not so much Reservoir Dogs because that was all just a bit, you know, just a violent yeah. gang battle, you know, the, gunfight the in a warehouse. Stuff which seems a bit more. Yeah, plotted. There's a lot of interweaving going on. There's a lot of careful thought and consideration. So basically, the, the initial thing starts off with Michael in, in therapy, um, <laughs> which sort of has a bit of... Oh, what's that thing with Robert De Niro where he's this mob boss who's analysed this? Something like some, that. I've never yeah, seen there's, it. There's some, I haven't seen it either. Is that the one with the thingy base, from the Friends? Base, I don't know. The basic setup is that you've got this, you know, oh, clear, a fish out of water, clash of worlds sort of thing with this mob mobster trying to get therapy and then, you know, the analyst go, you know, being increasingly drawn into it. But that, I don't know if that happens later on but so basically yeah we're introduced to michael and he comes out of the therapist and walking along and he meets meets two two uh, african-americans coming the other way and one of them turns out to be franklin they're asking for directions to a house and then it sort of cuts it cuts from michael to franklin and it yeah. starts to do this quite a lot throughout the thing and presumably just trevor <coughs> yeah, you can switch well. between three characters well, uh, well as well as that being a game mechanic where you hold alt and it lets you just switch between your main characters it does it in the narrative sense as well there, there's sort of interweaving later on there are some fantastic bits of missions where the three of them have a task to do mm. and it switches between them to do 
it dynamically. Well, during gameplay, you've got this flashing thing in the corner showing you when it would be a good idea to switch to the more relevant character. Yeah. But and it introduces you to that during some of the high stuff early in the tutorial. But um, but just the storytelling as well. Like for example, so Franklin, that we get a bit, so basically, you know, Michael and Franklin walking past. They're strangers at this point. It cuts to Franklin, and off he goes. He basically steals two. Him and Lamar steal two cars from a, from a house and drive. Did them back you to the deliver dealership. them back in one piece? Uh, not really. No, no. I was still. That was probably my first. That was that was pretty much the driving tutorial that mission. Yeah. So it was unlikely they were going to get back unscratched. Uh, the first time I did it, I actually got it stuck. <laughs> I found a bit off one of the freeways where you could just jam a car and you can't get it out again. Well, there was a, it sort of pretend, it sort of presented as a kind of race. You and you and Lamar, Franklin and Lamar, are sort of trying to race to get these two cars back there as a kind of good-hearted wager thing. Uh, and you end up going through a film studio with yeah. blokes in alien costumes wandering past, <laughs> and then you know through car parks and all sorts of stuff. And you're introduced to Franklin's special mechanic, which is a kind of bullet time for driving, which yeah. is interesting. You hold control, you know, tap control, and you go into a slow mo mode, but the car still moves in real time. Yeah, still. What essentially makes you allows you to do is absolutely correct that the usual thing of oh god i've gone completely wide on this corner i'm never going to yeah. get around but you can hit that button and suddenly everything else slows down and you can still steer it in real time which means that effectively you're somehow driving relative to the rest of the world in, in speeded up time whatever I don't <laughs> it understand. doesn't matter it's very cinematic it, whatever it, what it does mean is that for people who are crap at driving games like me it gives you a really easy sort of cop out I mean one yeah. of the early side missions is a, is, a, is a sort of need for speed style street race with a bunch of other, other hoodlums late at night in the, in the downtown area and the first couple of times I came in sixth out of sixth you know I'd smashed into a house bounced off a couple of buses was going the wrong way at one yeah. point and I thought oh god this is going to be terrible and then I thought oh hang on he's got this mechanic so you you hit the button and suddenly you can swerve around inside corners past the entire pack <laughs> and find yourself in front and then you just let go and it recharges back yeah. up do some more it means that racing suddenly becomes really easy particularly as you're as you're frankly i tend not to use that though well you don't need to no i don't you're, need you're, to you're I'm, quite good at driving games i'm not i'm awesome so i don't need to well exactly even so i don't i never remember these guys have special abilities yeah and i think michael has something similar but i don't know if it's been introduced or explained yet but so anyway yeah so there's a, there's a whole load of missions where you're basically working for this this um used car dealer and you know, getting the real wrong end of the stick over it all and then lamar decides to start stealing some of the cars you've been sent to you know yeah. the bike you sent to go and get and then you end up stealing a bike from a local gang, the Vamos or something, a local Mexican sort of drug gang, and you end up caught in all sorts of gun battles and stuff. The shooting is interesting. I find the shooting in this really, really precise. You're uh, playing on PC with keyboard and mouse. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, perhaps that's it. Perhaps it's designed more for controllers. Which no, it's still quite a little less. precise on controllers, but... On PC, it is so much more so. It's incredible. I mean, I'm not the best shot either in these sorts of games, but you've got a little dot in the centre of the screen, yeah. which is your aiming reticle. And basically, if you put that dot on on a, on a distant gang member's head or something and push left mouse, they'll die. Yeah. It's that. So there's no sort of weird drift cone, no, no, no random yeah. sort of spray, perhaps with the shotguns or something. I don't know. But it, it rewards. With, with just a handheld pistol, I'm, t I'm shooting down people. You know, shooting down, oh, chasing people in yeah. cars, like out the back of the car. From the, the from pistol about remains incredibly useful as a weapon because yeah. it does reward you for shooting. It's and incredibly precise. Yeah, and, it, and that's that was refreshing. It doesn't feel the need to make shooting harder or to make them bullet sponges yeah. in order to make the fights go longer. It does it through other designs. I think my memories of four were the 
then it was a lot more drifty with the, the shooting as yeah. well. Well, it's it sort of, but yeah. And certainly Saints Row is a bit spray and pray, but then that makes up for it with ridiculous weapons that just have massive AOE effects and all sorts of things anyway. But So suddenly I'm, find, I'm finding that I'm not dropped in the deep end with the basic playing the game. I don't Perhaps they've made a conscious choice to make the, the control, you know, perhaps they've just spent a lot of money and actually hired user experience people to actually make sure the thing works well. You've got to remember that this is probably the best produced game It's absolutely ever. polished, yeah. yeah. I don't know how much they spent on it. They made millions and millions, but they must, probably, they must have had an anticipation of it going to make millions and millions, which meant they could have afforded I, to I hire enough people to do a good job. I suspect we are close to Star Citizen money. Yeah, yeah. It's all from peak one game design and expenditure yeah. on this thing. So, so yeah, and then... So, then one of the cars you're sent to go and get, it turns out to be the car of the son of Michael. And halfway back as you're driving yeah. it back, Michael yeah. pops up in the back seat with a gun saying, right, take me to this dealer. <laughs> so, so, so suddenly you get these characters clashing into each other and the story sort of coming through. And, you know, after that, Michael and Franklin sort of develop a kind of, you know, respectful phrase. It's almost like a father-son mentoring yeah. sort of relationship, particularly since, because at that point switches to Michael. We learn more about Michael's circumstances. He's he's basically a successful ex-con. He's got this massive multi-million-dollar house in in the in the good it's a really part of nice town. House, it's isn't it? a lovely house. I mean, it's in what is effectively the Beverly Hills part of yeah. that city. I can't remember what they actually call it in 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 this game. And he's got the car, the wife, the tennis coach who's sleeping with the wife. He's got the son, you know, the spoiled son and daughter who are making nothing of their lives. Yeah. And, and and you know, he's he's basically become too successful. It's that. I don't know. I've seen it's, it's, a, it's a popular trope I've seen in this kind of film. The ex gangster who's out of it all, but yeah. finds that real, you know, normal life <laughs> yeah. now, even even wealthy normal life is is boring and yeah. not what he was expecting, and, and and really tedious. And so he often he just lets the you know the family go to hell, spends a lot of time just sat there on the sun lounge <laughs> listening to Genesis at full volume, you know, <laughs> sunglasses on. And so almost you feel like. In a way, Michael's become too successful, and he's become sort of washed up and tired and out of it all. And obviously, this is the setup for we're going to get yeah. the gang back yeah. together, you know. So you know, he he and he's got a contact that he worked with in the old days, who's like the brains behind the outfit. And they got a, they, you know, he gets a warehouse, and they start planning heists. And they, he brings Franklin in on it because Franklin's you know a, a good egg and good at what he does and that sort of thing. I don't know where Trevor fits into it. All I haven't got that far yet. Angrily, yes, I've heard a lot about <laughs> Trevor. I mean, but yeah, we, we were talking about the game quite <coughs> yeah. a lot. You were playing it when it came out, and Trevor, you know, the, the phenomenon of Trevor is quite quite a yeah. fascinating much talked about thing well there's three aspects of this mm. game there, there's franklin who's the young up-and-coming ambitious yeah, guy trying to, trying to make something of himself not necessarily go straight and make something of himself in the conventional desk yeah. job sort of sense he wants to be a successful yeah. and stylish and he wants, and, you know, he wants to make his life better than yeah, michael not just sort of scumming around the hood you know ripping off individual yeah. passers-by and doing drug deals and there, stuff. there's michael who's bored and still a bit impulsive and totally michael has some fantastic anger issues Yes, it's amazing some of the well, stuff he gets up to. Well, the, the, the thing he th- does at the start, which means he has to go back to oh, crime. Yes, yes. I mean, basically, the whole the whole setup and pretext. So, so you get a fair bit of introduction of character, and then and then Michael comes home to find the tennis coach sleeping with his wife in his own house, and that's the bit he's angry about. You know, got, yeah. he's, him and his wife are so so sort of dysfunctional that they've got this open you know arrangement. Yeah, sleep with who you like, just don't do it in the house. And also, Michael's cross because he's paying the tennis yeah. instructor to sleep with his wife, which he doesn't quite like. So he absolutely loses. Is it? Franklin turns up at that point, and they are you in? Yeah, and they go off to this like massive uh, sort of. Uh, the tennis coach basically flees, and they chase him, and you know there's a lot, a lot of gameplay there. 
They get to one of these like fantastically opulent houses in the Beverly Hills bit. It has a, like an overhanging cantilevered deck, really nice, with big, yeah. yeah, big balcony yeah. thing. So it manages to just ties ties a load of uh, <laughs> tie, ties a winch to one of the supports of that, and put, literally pulls this house down. Turns out not to be the tennis coach's house. I'm a tennis coach. How do you think I could afford <laughs> yeah. that? Uh, it turns out to be the house of the girlfriend of the local Mexican mafia, uh, who turns up with a baseball bat and a load of blokes with guns and demands that um, basically Michael pays for a new house. Yeah. Like, uh, two, we'll call it $2.5 million. So, okay. And that's basically the, yeah. the sort of setup for the rest of the game, presumably. We're now having yeah. to make enough money to pay this 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 gangster off, uh, which forces Michael to go back to planning the heists and the crime. I'm just starting in on the setup for the jewellery store, okay, which yeah, is the, the first proper heist, heist I think. are interesting. There's not enough of them. Yeah, but they are fascinating. You have to make decisions about how you're going to do yes, it. Yes, yes. The setups, you know, you can go in loud, really, go in stealth. You could really do it being expanded a bit. Yeah, yeah. I hope almost like an adventure game in themselves, planning the different way. I haven't actually done the heist yet. I was still, you know, stealing nerve gas from from nearby trucks and stuff. You're setting gonna love up. the bikes. Uh, I found that. In general, motorbikes seem to do well for me rather than cars. You're going to love the bikes. The bikes, okay. That makes sense when you're swearing. Fair enough. enough. Um, Yeah, but and it's it's an interesting game narratively. You've got all sorts of side mission stuff going on there. I think you know, and they seem to be different for each character as well. You switch between characters. Different coloured letters on the map appear, and and Franklin's a green, Michael's a a a blue, and I presume there's some yellow for someone else as well. But Interesting, there's four characters on that wheel, four, four silhouetted faces. Yeah. I presume it's not just Trevor or someone else no, as well? No, it is. Oh, OK, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, but just the random passers-by you meet for these side activities. It's the, it's a Rome box game. There's got to be side yeah. activities, but the side activities seem to be interesting, not just, you know, random well, there, things. There's, there's simple ones like... Uh, there's a weird one with a mime. There's uh, pick up people broken down on the side of the road and take them where they oh, need no, to that, be. Oh no, that's even that's even even more interesting. So yeah, you've got these actual side missions, which are quite scripted activities. Uh, for example, Michael. Oh, you mean Michael the come, missions? Yeah, missions or ones? Yeah, the question marks. Michael Michael comes across uh, a woman who's really aggressively into fitness and tries yeah. to outrace her along the beach. That's <laughs> that's quite an interesting one. Then there was I think the one where Franklin's driving a motorbike with a paparazzi photographer on yeah. the back trying to hound local <laughs> celebrities. Yeah, there's a whole bunch with the. Uh, studio as well. Yeah, yeah, and they all seem they they. It's like you know, interesting side characters, and these missions, the multiple stages, you meet these people again and do more stuff for them. They're, they're quite fascinating, and yeah, then you've got the just roaming missions as well, almost like dynamic content. Yeah. Every well, so often you'll see a red yeah. or red and blue. Yeah, if someone thing. broken out, sorry, with Trevor. Yeah, when it gives someone a lift. Yeah, you have a choice: give them a lift or take them to the coals on the hill. <laughs> Right. Well, I was just running, just wandering around as Franklin, and I saw somebody uh, have their bicycle stolen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, all right, okay. Well, I've, I've, I've got nothing better on. I'll, 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 and I was on a motorbike, so I basically literally ran this bicycle <laughs> down on the motorbike, jumped on, cycled the bike back to the person. They said, thanks, mate, man. And then they sort of like it off. And then later, all the characters have got their own mobile phone with with inter- actual internet. Yeah, this game yeah. has an internet in it. It does, yeah. Um, 40 as well. Yeah, there's like. Um, smart messages and emails and all the rest of it and I get this beep beep and popped up an email and it turned out the bike, the bloke whose bike I'd rest, uh, got back to him was actually some kind of dot com millionaire and had just given me $100,000 worth of stock <laughs> yeah. which I could then sell on their in-game stock market oh did you sell it? <laughs> yeah I just sold it oh, $100,000 well I'd got no, I only had about $200 okay. at that point so now playing the stock market becomes a interesting thing to do later on yeah yeah because well, th- you play it in the way that you would expect yeah. people in a GTA game to play <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, just so much interesting things going on. I missed initially I was quite 
skeptical about the whole thing because when you start and you look at the, the big city map there's very few icons on it and i thought oh, that's not much but it actually rations those out yeah. as features become introduced to also it starts more off more making things. you think the world's relatively small yes and by the time you get to Trevor, mm. and you realise, oh, it goes that far. It, well, yeah, I mean, one of the first things I did, because, well, this is the other thing. you drive thing. around the edge of the island? Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the island itself, so it's, it's on an island, because that's probably the most elegant way to deal with edge of world issues. Yeah. You don't have an invisible force field, you, you cannot go that way, pop up. But So it's, it's a big old island, but it effectively replicates the Los Angeles Valley and some of the inland areas of Southern California there as well. And it does so really well. I've been, I've been there, been there a couple of times, and it is absolutely reminiscent. They've done a really amazing job of recreating Los Angeles yeah. and the surrounding environs. It's a, it's a Los Angeles in miniature. It's all compacted. Yeah, but, but it needs to be. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you know what Los Angeles is like. It, it goes on forever. It's a big old place. And there's a lot and it's of, boring. There's a lot of not much going yeah. on between interesting places. Absolutely. So Just houses for... But you've got things like, obviously, the Hollywood Hill, the Hollywood Bowl is there, the Santa Monica Beach and, and Mission Beach and yeah. the, the pier and everything. Oh, that, that pier is wonderfully done. It's incredibly detailed, because I've been there. I've sat on some of those benches, and I'm thinking, <laughs> my God, look, look, I had a drink in that one. Oh, my God, look, wow. It's an incredible place. I mean, and and the level of attention to detail just generally gone into this game is absolutely astonishing. I mean, you can take or leave gangster heist games or driving games or games where you shoot people for money, but... I mean, viewed purely as a kind of intricate sandbox, it is probably the most interesting and intricately detailed sandbox I've ever seen well, in a computer game. That, one of the reasons why it is still so popular, mm. and GTA Online is yeah. still very popular, is that turns a sandbox and gives you the ability to make your own missions and things. I suppose. It enables you to make your own racetracks in the sky or proper races or lots of other different types of missions just make them and do them yeah I mean I was just wandering along this beach there's loads of people wandering backwards and forwards and I'm just sat there looking at the people and the people are pretty well done they're not yeah. you know they're not photorealistic as such because you know that un they don't, but they don't trigger the uncanny valley they're, yeah. they're believable enough people people have interesting and varied body types as well it's not just male body female body cloned millions of times and given different hats the clothing all seems varied and interesting and the way they just stand around in little groups on street corners or are walking across roads you're driving along it looks utterly believable yeah. As a, as a functioning city that's going about its, its business. I mean, traffic is a solved problem in these games, but it more really more so in here. I don't think I've ever seen, you know, a traffic, the traffic just go mad, you know, or just, you know, suddenly oh, cars it, ploughing into buildings. There's spawning issues, but yeah. <clears throat> but, well, the spawning is utterly seamless. I mean, and there's just Sometimes busy traffic Sometimes it'll go everywhere. wrong where just cars will keep spawning in a spot and it goes mm, wrong. Maybe. But... And and you've got the working street lights and everything yeah. now. The cars all queue. They use well, the right lanes. Working street lights until you do the overtake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the problem is that I, for starters, I'm always trying to get in the wrong side of the cars. Yep, it's yep. American yep. cars, uh, wrong side driving steering wheel, and Drive also on the wrong side of the road. well, I, I'm all right on the right side of the road, but some of those intersections are a bit bit. Wow, hang on, is that how they really? Well, they probably work like yeah, that, really. Yeah, it's the turning right. It's a yes, yeah, turning across the traffic and stuff, but. Um, but yeah, and so I was just watching on Mission Beach, and I saw someone cycling past on a mountain bike, and I'm thinking, hello. So I ran over and did the push F to steal car, yeah. and yeah, punched them off the mountain bikes. Yeah, I'm on a mountain bike, and so I just went for a big old cycle around around downtown Los Angeles, an act that would probably get you killed in real life. But you can do drive-bys on bicycles. It's, it's <laughs> do you bought any buildings yet? Not yet, no, no. Yeah, you can buy buildings, and yeah. 
But there's just the astonishing intricacy and detail of this this city, this functioning city, and the surrounding environs as well. There's a big old loop road that goes up around the island, and it goes on for quite a way. It takes yes. a considerable amount of time to drive around the island. Well, it's a good 10, the 10 minutes as well, or so. so uh, it's a decent a decent speed of fly as well. Yeah, yeah. Despite it being set in essentially one city, which is a kind of Los Angeles, you've got quite a lot of surrounding countryside as well. There's, a, you know, there's like racetracks. There's a big old sort of series of lakes on the interior yeah. of the island with yeah. a sort of scrubby, sort of low shack type towns around them as well there's airfields and so on oh yeah there's, there's a mountain that i decided to motorbike mount up chiliad. mount chiliad yes i don't know what that's which one that's meant to be in real life there's is a it, lot of, there's a lot of like, a cable car at the top there's got a cable car at the top yeah that you can ride up and down for ten dollars and i thought yeah and, and as i was as i was motorbiking up i was by, I was, by, I was going past backpackers yeah who wandered yeah. up there it's got like con it's, it's very good with context sensitive spawning of cars and people you know you'll have backpackers and tents and things appear in the middle of nowhere whereas in downtown Los Santos, you'll you'll see people in uh, business suits. One, on one of the things people do is challenges to get up Mount Chiliad fastest on a stupid vehicle, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's just an incredible playground. It really is uh, absolutely astonished. And oh, it's a military base as well. Oh, okay. Is that the obligatory steeler tank, steeler jet, yeah, yeah, helicopters? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to all that sort of stuff. But at the moment, I'm, There's I'm just submarines. You haven't got to those yet? No. I mean, I'll do a little bit of a mission Boats. or a side mission or something, and then I'll just take Sharks. off on a mountain bike and go for an explore around the island <laughs> or something. Like, okay. I mean, I'm trying to fill in the entire map, you know, that whole drive down yeah. every road yeah. thing. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. Oh, no, no. Um, I think unlocking the entire map is a thing, isn't it? It's got a big old docks and harbour area yeah. that, that's similar to the south of LA. I can't see that. I don't think the Queen Mary's there. I haven't seen a... Oh, I can't remember. I don't, no, yeah, probably not. A bit too specific, I suppose. Uh, probably a bit too... Uh, they won't let them have it. Well, I, I don't know, but... Yeah, I I mean, it's interesting that they changed all the names. Well, yeah, are there licensing issues? Well, with yeah, particular there's towns? certain licensing issues, and also, I mean, you the don't want to. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, but no, it's, there's no, no, no doubting what this is meant to represent, and it does it incredibly well. I mean, <clears throat> all the various different different brands of cars are in there as well. And they've made their own brands up for various. Yeah. What, what? It's obviously an Audi, but not you yeah, know, that sort <laughs> yeah. of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all the sorts of things you'd expect from a normal GTA game. But the thing is, I find myself just settling into the pattern of the traffic and following the laws and rules in, in a Grand Theft Auto game, you know. I mean, the whole point is to be stealing cars and shooting people. And I'm, this is you know, temp. I'm, I'm just, you know, following the traffic carefully, trying not to, you know, cause a ruckus and stuff. Well, I mean, for starters, just unnecessary police alarm stars are not required if you want to be doing missions. Oh, uh, fantastic thing about that, you can hide in a bush to get away from the police. <laughs> I don't know. It's not just get out of the circle. If they can't see you, they won't see you. Yeah, yeah. I see the circle come past, and, but you know, round down an alleyway, they seem to go past. So it's not been too. That's one of the real problems you can have with this kind of five star wanted type yeah. game. Is how, how how merciless is that system? Yeah, it, it's avoiding a helicopter by hiding under the underpass. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. They do need actual line of sight, or you can shoot their blinking spotlight out. Yeah. That helps, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, a lot of these games. Once you get to like three stars, it just gets almost impossible to lose anyone. And next thing, and you know, it, they will just keep hunting yeah. you until you e- die. Even in this, fun. you still can get away. Um, I imagine five stars is diff more difficult. But yeah, but it's still doable. Yeah, more than yeah. doable. You have to make the effort. I don't mind making the effort, but when that effort becomes all-consuming and you just got no real hope, and what message are they trying to tell? Are they trying to deliver this moral message that the police always win? Okay, fair enough. Well, but yeah, it's not I, fun. I, I, is it? I was playing that Need for Speed the other week, which has speeding in it. Mm. Need for Speed has speeding. <laughs> You yeah. get police attention to get chased in an open world. Uh, and, oh, go away. Yeah, I don't want to drive sensibly between missions. Need you, for speed. You can get away with an awful lot. 
of just going from A to B recklessly, yeah. which, you know, as soon as you jump a traffic light, five stars, you know, tactical yeah. <laughs> firearm squad tank shoots you dead. That's that's no fun. But this is this does seem to pitch it at a reasonable level. I imagine there are, you know, going to be instances later on where it's just absolutely, you know, I'm going to be given five stars for something I've done in the story context and then have to try and work it off. And that's yeah. going to be quite interesting. But, but yeah, so far I've not found it, you know, utterly punitive, which is a, a real danger with this kind of, this kind of setup. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a function of how intricate and detailed and realistic, I yeah, say realistic, realistic compared to any other games I've played so far of this genre that I find it harder and harder to break the law, harder and harder to just start killing people. You know, yeah, that whole, yeah. that sudden examination of sociopathy when applied to a simulated universe, often something like Saints Row, particularly the later ones where you're, you know, you've got flying aircraft carriers and, and so people with actual literal superpowers and, you know, the enemies, are, you know, the enemy gangs are, are Mexican wrestling mask people. Or the fourth one where you, it's it's all, it's an alien driven, it's an alien run computer simulation anyway in the style of the Matrix tricks and you've got weird you know glitches happening in the system or even you know the get out of hell thing where you're literally in hell trying to punch Satan. Yeah, i mean you yeah. know you just start you just it, the the less seriously they take it the less seriously i'm going to take it clearly but with with saying with yeah with gta5 yeah there are there is humor there the writing is humorous but the, it's not just bonkers slapstick people running around dressed as hot dogs wielding yeah, sex yeah. toys all the time it's it's you know it's a really realistic and reasonable and rational canvas on which you can write a humorous you know, a blackly humorous story in the style of a Tarantino thing or whatever. And that seems to work very well. I mean, you know, you can go too far the other way, which is, I think, one of the main problems with 4 was just how yeah. dour the whole yeah, thing was. Yeah, definitely. You know, serious business. And, and if it's, I think with if four, it's serious want... business, then well, I don't really want to be gunning down people in a shopping mall, thank you. That's I, not fun. I, I think the problem with 4 is they decided they wanted to be a proper game or to make a proper statement that they art. games can be art we, uh, we're going to make a sort of very filmic yeah, but, thing it's going to be this type of 70s gritty yeah but and, a lot of the stuff i've seen so far in gta 5 is art and it, it's it's of a humorous nature yeah. and that's nothing wrong with that i don't mean you know art doesn't have to be well, you know utterly without humor five are sold way more than four yeah yeah i mean like i say i initially put off buying this because it's a gta game and you know i just don't really feel much <laughs> sympathy with with you know armed gangsters you know but but you the more you get to learn and know these people, I don't know about Trevor yet. We'll see, but certainly you're going to hate Trevor. Certainly, Franklin and Michael. I've really sort of come to. They've really grown on me as, as, yeah. as characters, as people. Nobody because, likes Trevor as a person, but everyone <laughs> likes playing as Trevor. I suppose, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I remember a lot of the time there was lots of think pieces in various game journal mags about how Trevor is essentially the the player as inserted yeah. into the game. You know, the, Trevor is literally playing his life like he is a video game character, and you know, all levels on levels meta. You know all that sort of thing. I don't know. Perhaps he's just an arse and I probably won't mind to spend much time being him. Oh, you will. But I, I don't know. But I notice also they've got little skill bars at things they're yeah. good yeah, at. They Franklin is, Franklin's very good at driving and stamina, and whereas Michael's very good at shooting and stealth. So, But they can, they all get better as they do more yeah. of these things. And indeed, you know, Frank, Michael sends Franklin a text message at one point saying you should head to the range to sharpen up your shooting. You know, and you you know this and and one of one of the early side missions of. Um, with Michael is that woman who's really aggressively competitive <laughs> on the on the racing, you know, foot racing, uh, and so you end up you know having to sort of work on the deficiencies of each, so that eventually all three of them, I guess, get to be super at everything. Have so you... it's like a limited XP stat thing, but it is really not obtrusive at all, and you find yourself just ranking up in them by just doing stuff yeah. anyway. You know? Have you played golf yet? 
No, no, I played tennis. My God, tennis. It, it, it's, it's a good tennis game, It's a it? fully functional tennis the game. The golf game is probably the best golf game that's been released <laughs> in years. Well, this is the thing. Because they've got so much time and resource and effort and general expectation of reasonable success, they've really gone and spent a lot of money and time and effort making the thing. To the point where you have a fully functional tennis game that's as good as anything I've seen yeah. as an actual tennis game, that you're just playing with random people whenever you drive past a little symbol with a racket and a ball. And presumably, yeah, you say there's a golf game. I mean, I've seen the golf thing. I haven't had a go yet, but presumably yeah. it's as good yeah. as yeah. There's a whole there's triathlons. There's you know various street racing in cars. And the driving model is satisfying enough. I don't know enough about driving generally to, to it has a couple critically of rate it, but it's on the arcadey side, of course. Yeah, which yeah, is good. Yeah. Also, it has this wonderful uh, mechanism where you can rock the car and rewrite it after you've rolled it. Okay. Oh, was all No, if you just push right, it'll roll over again. Okay. Yeah, oh, I, I think I remember it. To- yeah, there's a bit info dumpy. Yeah, t- uh, you know, remember in, in four, the problem was you'd take a corner at thirty, and you just flip off. Yeah, a nice gentle <laughs> corner at thirty, hedge. you'd roll into a hedge and yeah. be stuck there and it'd catch fire. Get out, beat it to death. But uh, in this, if you push right, you'll just flip over again. Okay, yeah. So there's that. that and whole aspect of it. sort of an it's, it's the depth of it. I mean, it's a very broad thing. Most sandboxes generally, by definition, are very broad things. Yes, yeah. but they're often quite shallow. Yeah, there'll be one or two interesting activities in that sandbox you repeat ad infinitum but generally it's, it is what it is but there's just all sorts of hidden depths to these places there's movies you can phone up npcs you've met and done missions for and hang out with them and i found myself doing that i thought oh yeah frankly frank i just sort of took a bit pity on michael's son i thought go on then let's, let's, go, let's get a drink <laughs> up to the bar they end up going getting sort of blind drunk staggering around and i just thought wow it, it was starting to border on there's real aspects of simulation in there. In, in, oh, I don't know about The Sims per se. That's perhaps going a bit far. But there's, there's a lot of depth and, and intricate sort of avenues to explore further yeah. in this world. It's not just the superficial, it is what you see. And, and that's astonishing. I mean, there's all sorts of activities, side things you don't even know about. I accidentally I went up that cable car and found a backpack on the top that had a letter in it. Yeah. I thought, oh, hello, collectible gameplay. Anyway, yeah, yeah. That hadn't even been introduced. That was just something I stumbled on. Have you found a parachute yet? Uh, no. no well, they've got flying stats. Yeah. So presumably they can go and get planes you can base and helicopters. Jump. Yeah, I, I assumed there'd be something like that. Yeah. I mean, some of the more, you know, I'm, I'm just enjoying wandering along the street looking at people, you know, <laughs> let alone let's go steal an aircraft and skydive onto the top of a skyscraper. I'm sure that probably comes up as a heist at some point. But, um, yeah, it's amazing and a really amazing thing to lose yourself in. I mean, it's I get the same kind of thing I get from Skyrim. Skyrim's combat's not necessarily great. And the magic's all right. You know, the, the creeping's quite satisfying. Yeah. But it, just the depth of world and so much going on. But more so and in a contemporary setting which is which is interesting as well you rarely get that kind of thing i mean yeah obviously you're saints rose i suppose but i think saints rose gone somewhere different and now it, gone it away has, entirely yeah. now isn't it? Agents, it just, agents of mayhem really didn't review very well no it it, it it failed to put there. in the game yeah yeah so yeah i could just play this thing for i can, I can be playing it for years i think just just seeing the intricacy of it all. and that's that's not even looking at the online yeah element whatever that involves that's some sort of co-op thing uh, or just a giant bun fight giant or... free for all <clears throat> but you can also set up missions and things and mm, yeah. okay 
I mean, if it had any downsides, I suppose the, the reviews I've seen is that no one really likes the exploitative nature of their cash shoppery on the uh, yeah. the online yeah. component of it. But if you just ignore that entirely, like I'm so far doing, and just play the story mode, there's easily enough to keep you busy. The for single players are hundreds are of hours. worthwhile on its own. Yeah, yeah. And if if even if you're not that into, you know, oh, let's let's shoot up some fools and steal some drugs and drive a car really fast. You know, if that 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 sort of lifestyle <laughs> sort of thing's not really doesn't really appeal. Then review it as a kind of simulation sandbox or yeah. of an inter- a really interesting part of the world, done very well. It's astonishing. I mean, I don't know how much you'd get if you'd never been to LA, but if you've seen bits of LA on television and stuff, anyway, it's, it's, it's it is just a really interesting city functioning, you know, as a clockwork thing. And all, you, you'd really get the sense that it carries on without you. It probably doesn't. It's all sorts of clever smoke and yeah. mirrors and spawning yeah. and so on. But it's done very well. Looking forward to playing a lot more of this. Yeah, cool. And I'm surprised because I didn't think I'd like it. I don't really like oh, no, I GTA. Knew you would, I sort of, yeah. I think four soured me quite a lot. But yeah, four was, and also I'd have a, more of a shine for the Saints Row stuff than than GTA. But this this seems to have really got them back where they need to yeah. be after four. Yeah, I think. Uh, whereas Saints Row, uh, yeah, four was just all over the place. It was a fun game in itself, but it's it's like it's almost decided to veer off and make its own genre yeah. at that point. So yeah, yeah, surprised how. Incredible it actually is. I mean, you know, that many people can't be wrong, surely. So, yeah, well, <laughs> finally I've caught up. Well, yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to get, working my way through the story, essentially, but probably playing hundreds of hours of just pottering around in it afterwards as well. Yeah. There's just so many hidden nuggets in there as well, you know, because that's what you get from... How many people do you think worked on it? Hundreds. hundreds oh, hundreds, hundreds yeah. yeah. Yeah, Rockstar. It's two different studios, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was all the Rockstar working on it. Yeah. I, th- I think back then it was, more, d- it was four or something. Who knows how much money they spent on it, but they've obviously, <laughs> obviously it worked. It Probably a couple of hundred million. This, I suppose, I don't know, is this AAA done right? Yeah. Is this the correct top end of it? Is this how it yeah, should the, work? This is the correct top end, how the top end should happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, an example of, of you know, getting, you know, spend, yes, you spend a lot, but you get a lot for that money as well. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone benefits at the end of the day, I suppose. But it takes a certain studio to be able to do it with a certain amount of not taking risks. Yeah. They didn't yeah. really take any risks. I, they yeah. just refined what they were doing. Yeah, it's an utterly established format, but executed very well yeah. and with a lot of twiddly bits added on. Yeah, it's brilliant. So, over to you. Uh, a couple of years ago... Mm. Back when I thought doing such a thing was a good idea, I supported a game on Kickstarter. Okay. Called the Universe Sim. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did a Kickstarter. Yeah. I, and I was looking back through my list of uh, well-invested money on Kickstarter to all of the games that I've got now. Mm. Some are okay. Some not so good. Some mm. never happened. Some. As I, an overall percentage, how, how would you say your satisfaction is with your kickstarting so far? Um, how many? About fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's yeah. that high. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not too bad. Yeah. You've got us at one end and Star Citizen at that end, but yeah. then you've also got the odd good thing. Elite but, Dangerous. Elite Dangerous being one. Mm. But the, the Universe Sim is a god game. Okay. Uh, basically, it's you have people running around on a very small spherical planet. Okay. You put down buildings, do research, they can grow and expand and get more of them. 
Mm. So it starts off with you put down your main building thing, then the people mill around and you say, right, I'm going to want a farm here. Boom, put down a farm. Tell the people to work on the farm. Say, I'm going to want somebody to work on that farm, grow this crops. And then the people will go off and start making huts to live in okay. on their own. They do the huts. All right. Uh, you don't get any control over the huts. So then you need to do stuff like make sure they have enough water, enough food. It's sounding kind of familiar. Yeah, it's very, very familiar. Populous 3, you remember that, which was on a like big sphere? Yeah, very yeah. much. Yeah, along those lines. It very much wants to be a modern new game. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. In, in, a good Molyneux game. In a, a Molyneux game where it's actually something playable. Okay. Uh, and then you research new technologies, like you'll research a graveyard, research a hospital, you can put them down, mm -hmm. and then you know you just build up and up and up and up. And then at some point you get this other building, which will make it all into medieval, and then in the future to go up through all of the bits up until the modern day and futuristic. Okay. So you take the civilization from Stone Age up to whenever. Oh, that sounds... Sounds interesting. interesting, yeah. Yeah, um, the version at the moment, still not out, it's only in preview, uh, takes it up to, I think you can just turn it into medieval. You say it's only out in preview, so this this isn't finished yet. No, 2014 I backed it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we might come, back, might come back to that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye on that, that mm. that's an important yes. fact. Uh, yeah, there's so many uh, building types and you just... Yeah, you just build up and do it. It's just yeah, popular kind of format. Your anno games, it works, civilization works itself. well enough. A couple of problems. Yeah. One, stuff like the uh, graveyard being locked behind research. If you don't do your graveyard research soon enough, yeah. people are going to start getting ill and die, and then they're going to infect other people who are going to get ill and die. Well, is that part of the challenge and the puzzle of successfully Which growing up a civilization? But if people start getting ill and dying, yeah. then you make the hospital. There's no way the hospital's ever going to be able to cope with the number of ill people. So game over again. Uh, okay. Um, it is a balance. So it sounds like well, it sounds more like there's a correct way to advance through the technology. There is, and it's not. And if you get it wrong, clear. you fail. Which um, is perhaps the parameters of the game. Well, you know? that that's the other thing with it. Mm. There is definitely a path you have to take through it all. Yeah. And in the version as is, there is no variance off this path mm. because it's basically I need to research constantly. When I get these buildings, they need to be built instantly. Yeah. So. It's a kind of design choice for how the game yeah. should be to, played. Yeah. To start with, you have to race through the technologies to get to a point where you've got all the bases covered. And you'd prefer... And then, but at the end of that, mm. there's not really anything else to do apart from... Oh, you've from... won. You've done it, yeah. Yeah. So you'd prefer a more open thing where you can pick and choose and develop yeah, your civilization. I'd your I, I, I like yeah. it to be a bit wider rather mm. than just a bit too lazy yeah, focused. Do this in the because correct order or you fail. Yeah. It doesn't really lead to replay. Well, yeah, yeah. And it never like will. If it's, you, if so it's a puzzle got, that you've solved. Yeah. Done. If you've always, if it's always just unlock all these things, you get a list of things to do, mm -hmm. you're going to have to unlock all of those things before you get to the next tier of stuff. Yeah. So you have to unlock them all anyway. So what you're basically doing is saying, I've got a choice of three things to unlock. I can queue them up in order. I'm going to take that one, that one, then that one. Mm -hmm. And then once this is unlocked, this new building is available, I can then build it. Do you have a rival enemy empire nope. doing the same thing? No, okay. So this is nope. standing more and more like a toy than a game, you know? Well, that's it's the problem thing you can play with but doesn't have a particular it's preview yeah and so uh, really, early access yeah, forgives many sins doesn't have much in the way of things to do i was watching a gdc talk by the guy who made slime rancher uh -huh. and he was talking about uh their early access experience yeah and one of the core things that he said which i agree with 100 percent, is you have to make sure that you have a working game there with all of your core gameplay in from as early as possible so that people play it 
If you show a game to somebody yeah. and you say, oh, no, this will be in there. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, that's, the, the crafting's going to be fantastic and mm-hmm. we'll cover up all this stuff. Yeah. That's no use at all because everyone's going to... Well, you're you're forgive demonstrating what's systems, r- aren't yeah. you, at that point. People, forgive what's wrong in your game because you've told them that it's going to be fixed by that. Uh, and you've also got the well, you're problem... Well, you're just ratcheting up expectations yeah. at that point, piling yeah. on more. Yeah. Mm. And you've got the problem of reviews saying it doesn't have this and that review never goes away. Yeah, yeah. So what you need to do is you well, have. This is the fundamental problem with early access, isn't it? It's it's give it's putting it out. It's first of all you're charging for money. Yep. For for something that's incomplete, and then explain going. Oh, it's okay. It'll be finished in the future. Some you know some date pulled out of thin air. <laughs> yeah. And you, then you expect everyone to take that into account. To cut you slack. Well, you've already taken the money. Yeah. You, you don't get that right. Uh, and the I think. And, and the this is my you know, well, main if, if, beef if with can, early access as a concept is you want you want your cake and it. That's a if, stupid phrase, yeah. isn't it? If you can, if you've got a cake, you're going to eat it. Why would you have a cake and not eat it? Anyway, the point being is that, yeah, you, you shouldn't be charging the box price for something that isn't finished and then expecting people to treat it as if it were finished or hold or, or even hold back their, their judgment until it's finished. You can't do that. Yeah, if you look at something like Elite, yeah. which day one came out with this is the playable version. Oh, look, it's got all the Elite features. It may not be as A lot of people call it shallow and dull and they, run, had, they get bored early. It but had all of the core it, gameplay It was it. playable, yeah. And so, yeah, it's got all the conflict in there you need, all, all of the flying around, all the trading, It's a standalone product. It did work, yeah. I mean, you, you, your own personal preference as to whether what was presented as a flavor game was good enough. If but, you look at the universe, Tim, and you think, what is the actual game going to be? Yeah. From what they've got there, all you can really conclude is it's going to be build buildings, advance your technology, yeah. uh, rinse, repeat, and, oh, really, why am I doing this? Because it's well, just I mean, filling time. I suppose, the, I suppose the least you'd expect on the finished version would be a couple of enemy empire, computer-controlled enemy empires doing possibly. something similar that you've got to race against and possibly fight. But if you're just doing it to fill in a chart, I don't know, it becomes a game of solitaire at that point. Yeah. Or some you know, little, little as it stands, gen, you know, slidey block puzzle. As it stands at the moment, it takes a couple of hours to play. Each time you play it, it's identical gameplay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's zero challenge. I think I see this always come up on Steam. I, I follow Steam quite extensively. You know, check the news each yeah. day, check the different categories. I quite quite frequent the space games yeah, category yeah. quite a lot because I like those. And I just it's just oh that looks interesting. Scroll scroll scroll. Oh, big blue box early access. Oh yeah. right next. So oh that looks interesting. Scroll 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 early access. <laughs> right next. I'd love for there to be a filter on Steam that will just omit anything that has the early access flag because I just wait till it comes out. So not interested. Yeah. Interested in 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 being a paid be, you know, paying to beta test your game. You well, know? I forget what it was. One of the games I was looking at is coming out of early access. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You and, look on the new page and yeah. you think, oh, wasn't that been out for like a year yeah. and a half? And you click through on the new list. Oh, they've launched. They, and and, more and it often, hasn't changed anything. It's, it's not, just yeah, it's not, it's not actually mean anything except they changed the number from 0.9 yeah. to 1.0. You know, and there's still, there, there'll still that. be another load of patches through to about 1.5. Well, you know, 1.1 release. Still, oh, oh no, yeah. all these features still aren't here. Yeah, yeah. It's still, basically re, re, coming out of early access is not so much about feature completion. It's about and, Another wave of publicity. No, it's about having expended the patience of your backers. <laughs> oh crap, they're getting angry with a release. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean it is actually finished. And the thing is, I got used to but then I always thought that the early access phenomena meant that the three months rule would need to wouldn't need to exist anymore because essentially you're front loading all that. That normally I'd wait three months before a game yeah. release after a game release so that all the all the super keen early people jump on it, find all the bugs, you know, under very large large load user testing. 
Delta testing, I like to call it. Um, and then they basically rant on the forums that a whole load of patches come through, and three months later, the game is where it should have been on day one. Yeah. And that's when I think, right, I just saunter up and buy, put my money down and buy a complete and functional and working game. But then I thought, well, early access, that means all that, that stuff will be done by super keen people who've paid often four or five times yeah. what the final retail cost is. But no, no, we still have a three-month rule, only now the funding model's changed and somehow they don't need publishers anymore. I don't know. It's all it's a grumble, grumble, grumpy old man. But basically, I'm done with early access. I tried it once or twice, and it has one or two. I think Space Engineers is, yeah. is an example of I, I, where I broke my early access rule, and it actually turned out to be quite good. But it's still, since then, you know, we did a big old series on <laughs> yeah. it, and that was about two years ago. And since then, they've taken the physics model out three or four times, and the networking code and redone it. And it doesn't seem to have progressed at all. Still not ready for launch. Still not yeah. out of early access. And I just despair because the more early access goes on and the more people put up with it and tolerate it and accept it as the way things are now the less incentive there is for anyone to ever finish anything and I just think if I set myself this rule of I am not playing any early access game there's not going to be any games left for me eventually because why it doesn't pay look at Star Citizen it absolutely does not in their interests to actually launch anything because that collapses the possibility bubble (laughs) and and, and people will see Star Citizen for whatever it turns out to actually be and it won't change from that and it won't get better than that but at at this point everyone's got so many views on what it's going to be it doesn't stand a chance people can dream and put the money down (laughs) to support their dream and and, and feel good about it all and and often their own imagination will create will work up in their minds a much better game than Star Citizen can ever possibly be and and in a way I suppose that's worth $15 right there I guess I'm hating on Star Citizen. That's not fair. I mean, there's so many games that do this nowadays. I oh, I get so, it. Yeah, I get so sick of of just oh, early. Oh, I like the look of that. Oh, no, early access. You know, I mean, it's just just. And we're sidestepping the review process. It's like the whole early access situation is a way to what inoculate inoculate the industry from Metacritic. Oh, well, no, you can't do reviews yet because yeah. it's not launched. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, we will hold off our withering that's inc- scorn that's that people That's incredibly rely on. cynical of you. Uh, well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it used to be you'd look up in a few uh, you know, PC game mags. <laughs> Remember those? Yeah. Uh, or uh, the online equivalent. Oh, yeah. If you're a reductive simpleton, you could just go to Metacritic and look at the number. And if it's got a yellow background, don't buy the game. But but we're in a situation now where Metacritic, uh, you know, regardless of any other ethical back, you know, ethical considerations, have a rule where they don't, re- don't take reviews from games that aren't released yet so you can make all your money before metacritic pan your game so cynical i am very cynical yeah and it's a shame i used to be quite optimistic Mm. 10 years of this will do that i know well yeah i've seen it all really but but this seems everyone seems fine with early access everyone seems fine with kickstarter nobody except grumpy old washouts like me seem to have any kind of internal quality control (laughs) anymore yeah they'll, they'll buy it they'll get cross they'll Send up rockets on forums, but it doesn't matter. They've all got your money at that point. If you don't like what keeps being dished out as early access, stop flipping doing it. And then, you know, okay, oh, no, big bad publishers. Well, yeah, but with a publisher comes some degree of quality control, usually. Publisher usually has some degree of QA they'll apply to the project just because it's their own good name yeah. and reputation on, on the line. And you, you think so? There's, there's that. Well, company. I don't know. Anyway, so there's me sticking up for the man and big business and, and early access. Woo. But it's not. The, the sort of, you know, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I've just... Uh, sorry, carry on. Where were you? You were writing about, about Universe Sim, and I just Yeah, about it being early access, and um, not... It's all very polished. It looks good. It's polished. It... 
they put a lot of effort into it, but not enough into the actual game. So they've they, they, got, in... they got some competent artists and yeah, developers. They haven't got much in the way of designers, by the sounds of it. I, know, I don't know. I think they might do, but <laughs> they just haven't developed out the systems enough. I'll give it another five years and perhaps it will be suitable to yeah, purchase. Maybe. I, I, I go and play it every couple of years to see what it's like, well, every year or so. Hmm. And compared to last time, there's not much more been done since the last time I played it. And Yeah, okay, there's well, a whole new... Got money. What, can you ask for a refund? No. Nah. Hmm. There's whole new sets of uh, artwork going to need to go in for... They've really made a rod for their own back with when you hit the medieval age, you need medieval artwork. Yeah, so like every, every sort of 50 turns of gameplay or every hour of gameplay, yeah. all the art assets change. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. How many, that, that uh, how many not, ages are you planning on? That may be in the not... And what does your science fiction age look like anyway? Yeah. yeah. Presumably they have one. Uh, I believe they're going to. Yeah. There, there, there's... Lots and lots of shots. Yeah, it's going to look like with skyscrapers all over the building, all over the thing. Mm, but okay. at the moment, no, it's just yeah. Yeah, but the way a, the way a, a contemporary city works is fundamentally different to the way a, a sort of ninth century Iron Age film yeah, yeah. or whatever works. So oh, that's you're good. talking utter gameplay changes as your age moves forward. Yeah. Uh, you can't plan cities well enough. Mm. You can because pl- you can place down uh, where you want the main buildings, but they put down all of the individual huts where they live. Mm. Oh, and little roads will appear, little paths will appear as they walk, uh, which is quite a nice little feature. Doesn't yeah. quite work right, but uh, I like it. The mm. um, I forget what the term is called. Uh, the, the, there's a um, uh, a method of determining where you have paths by just looking to see where someone's walked across the grass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it basically does that. Well, that's been there as early as the Settlers games. Yeah. You know, you'd see people wandering around would leave grooves, and you yeah. you put the roads down there. Yeah. But so it, it doesn't really appeal to the ordered person. You know, the person who likes to play city skylines and say, oh, "I'm going to make a really nice ordered, planned city which works perfectly." Yeah, yeah. And and once well, that's why city skylines work. City skylines, you don't have an, a red enemy city building over the horizon that you're trying to race, or do you? I don't know. No. But it, it is literally the planning and the creating of a, an order and functioning yeah. machine and, and it's the satisfaction the of making that be a thing presumably there's a score element how many people can this city sustain and still work with the ratios and stuff well, you, well it's a ratio management you've got population you've got yeah. uh, amount of money coming in and yeah you have to, have to manage to balance yeah. it all it has to be profitable of course balance it all whilst designing a, a good, an aesthetically pleasing and functional city yeah and, and, and nothing in this really mm. goes down that route and you don't have enough of the balanced systems to better say okay I need a bit more water but no it's not it's a case of okay I'm going to put down another water pump and then well, I've got enough water for I mean they say conflict is is the driver for all stories. I mean, do you not have like knights or soldiers or militias that you're trying no. to arm and equip? No, no and do they not get to fight wolves or, or, or barbarians? Oh, or... There's some quests, mm. uh, but the quests are so and so has gone missing. Use your godly powers, which aren't used anywhere else in the game, yeah. to go rescue them. And you think, <laughs> oh, I've got to find them on this map if I can't be <laughs> Right. So and so and so and so are destined to be together and make them have babies with your abilities to say, he falls in love with her. Click, click. I and see. Happen and yeah, I, I totally see. This is absolutely a, a Molyneux wannabe yeah. thing. It's shades of black and white to the whole what, thing. What it well. feels like is that wanted to make the ultimate Molyneux god sim and yeah. didn't stop to think, hang on, I'm making Populous. Populous wasn't that complicated. And at risk of, of attracting all sorts of attention, Populous wasn't that 
good either, really. I played it recently. Yeah, yeah. Populous stands up less well to the rigours of today's gameplay yes. as some other games of that era. It, as you other say, games of simple. that year, indeed. Well, it was graphically amazing. And also, I think it was one of the first games I played on an Amiga coming yeah. to it from a Spectrum. And, and so you had the ability that, to raise on the land, land, which was fantastic. Yeah, yeah intricate and, and little people. It was, yeah, it was a kind of simulation that we didn't really see. I mean, there was SimCity, I think, in that era, and that was about it, Civilization. Really. Everything else just was just plat- platformers and, and side. Yeah. Way scrollers, you know, so it was, it was no, well, it, it was, it was certainly there were other revolutionary in its yeah, time, it was revolutionary of its time. And I'm sure, I don't know, are there any because you get a lot of games, I see a lot of games these days which are straight remakes of ancient what games like that, things like uh, Dungeon Keeper being remade. That's or, actually really good. That Dungeons, I, I can't remember what yeah. the name is. Uh, there's, there's there's a lot, there is a modern remake. It's really good. Re- modern remake really of Dungeon good. Keeper, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see something like Powermonger remade as well, that'd be interesting. And Populous, and, I, yeah. I Populous remake is Goddess, isn't it? And, that's, and, and that fell down yeah, the same yeah. hole because it had exactly the same problems. A lot of those Take early a, Bullfrog games were astonishing this is where Molyneux gets his initial reputation from because all that early bullfrog stuff was astonishingly intricate and sophisticated for the platform and for the time yeah and they were good games but you know in the modern context do they hold up particularly not really which is the problem I saw magic carpet on good old games the other day I'm quite tempted to get that I have fond memories of that thing that was a very good game I'm sure there was a early access remake of that by someone else as well I've I've looked I I can't remember the name but yeah Um, but yeah, because uh, all it was was flying around picking up. The, yeah, it was, it was basically of, it was an arcade shooter. Arcade sort of aerial shooter, yeah, with magic powers, big dragon things and all. I'll play that for Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah it, 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 I don't think it has the vision. It has the idea, yeah. but not the vision of a game. It has the idea of, I want to make one of these, yeah. rather than, I want to make this game. I don't think you can just remake Populous these days. You no. need more. You, you need really to, do need, you need more. to do something with it. And yeah, Goddard fell over because it didn't have that more. Mm. And it became just an exercise in collecting belief in order to expand. For its own purpose. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that was where it fell down. Mm. That and Is there enemy the empires in Goddard? There, there was an opponent in Populous. You were essentially oh, yeah. fighting the, yeah. the, the devil. You know, there yeah. was a red evil god and a blue good god, and there were you know similar techniques in it. You know, it was yeah. you were racing to beat. God, beat Goddess had game. enemies you were fighting against. Yes, okay. but uh, it never really developed to be anything interesting. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, the, the pop. You, we've played multiplayer head to head on the Amiga. <laughs> two two Amigas with a oh, null no. modem cable and two televisions. That was the very my very one of my very yeah. earliest online gaming experiences. Just and fighting yeah, over that one. Big yeah, land. yeah. Two two moderately skilled and equivalently competent players is the, the a game of populace is the most tedious thing ever. It lasted <laughs> about two three hours and it came to individual hills just going until one of you broke and tried to raise a hill somewhere else and then you just jump across and do the same thing. It was amazingly tedious. Yeah. 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 I mean, always. I mean, the spectacle of it. You know, the, hey, I'm playing a head-to-head computer game. This is amazing. But you know, eventually, <laughs> we're just so evenly matched that it just really bogged down to a stalemate. We should have just quit at some. Well, we did in the end. I think. Yeah. I don't think it actually resolved. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I'm having played many hours of it this week. Mm. I don't see where the game is going, and the, as as the game as set doesn't give any clue. Mm. to anything beyond it's just going to be more of the same. It's very dis- uh, disappointing. Oh, OK. Well, I, yeah, I, they've already got your money. You've got nothing yeah. to lose by just coming back in the future and seeing if it's gone anywhere. But there's no, there's nothing stopping these people just getting bored, giving up and dropping the whole thing at that yeah. point. Yeah. They've already made the money. That's the other side of early access, isn't it? Well, the, the refundability of it all, or 
it's a, all their this all lack of... company is publishing other games at the moment. So well, exactly, I think yeah. what's happened is they've realized oh, that they've got this now. to go. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's no real incentive for no financial incentive really for them to complete the thing because they've already, they've already well, done all the sales. There was another game recently where So there's very few very few people like me waiting for it to be finished. There, there, there was crowdfunding for a game which turned out to be crowdfunding to make a totally different game. Yeah. Well, I mean, just the ethical dubiousness of, of you know scams, actual scams is is another thing, but but yeah, eventually if you've if you've got if you've done you've been paid already and now you have to just plod on and make those this is why most most you know certainly IT projects and just most work in general you get paid at the end yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah oh well I don't know say no to early access right um oh gosh look at the time I uh, know we've, <laughs> we've done two games in an hour two games in an hour we're really slipping um yes you better do your spill then you can go along to hannamurdertime.com you can see our previous shows for everything over the last 10 years more hiking more hiking you can also go on to YouTube where there's more hiking and this and nothing else yet because I got ill and you can join us in two weeks time for show 200 ooh are we doing anything special I don't know are we doing anything special no we'll probably do something special you see know. you next time